Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hello, and welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. We have a very special professional colleague, client, and friend of mine, Mary Giglio here. She is a business and hospitality professional who helps restaurant owners actualize the core principles of marketing, training, and staff development necessary to gain loyal repeat business. Her ultimate goal is to let no restaurant fail, and I think that's something we can all get behind. Through simple guides and comprehensive trainings, Mary helps her clients visualize how their restaurants can go from flailing to fully functioning, how their marketing can go from expensive to nearly free, how their teams can go from disorganized and frustrating to knowledgeable and dedicated, and best of all, how their customers can fall even more in love with them. So Mary, welcome. I'm so psyched oh. you're here. <laughs> hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank Yay. you. So um, I wanted to have you on the podcast for obvious reasons. Right now, at the time of recording, it's May 2020, and we are still experiencing COVID-19 and all the repercussions from that. And you are a restaurant master marketer and businesswoman, and you have some awesome tips to share that I thought as a lot of our listeners who are restaurant owners or cafe owners or bartenders who are starting to slowly be able to reopen now during the summer could really use some insight from someone like you about best practices, what to look out for, what to shy away from, what not to stress about, because there's a lot going on. So I'd love for you to tell us a bit more about, I guess, what you do, and we'll take it from there. All righty. <laughs> well, um, right now, I am I have a huge burden for restaurants and what they're going through, and um, I want them to be able to reopen safely. I want everybody to make money. Um, I think they're going to have to think outside the box uh, a little bit more than usual uh, to keep some to open their minds to some new revenue streams uh, because I have a feeling this opening and closing thing could kind of ebb and flow. And um, so they need to get uh, reliant on more than just the, the in dining, in dining room seating, you know, uh, revenue. So they need to continue to work on their takeout, continue to, um, have an online presence, uh, maybe build some more streams of revenue online, uh, which is kind of something I can help with um, through my consulting services. Um, I can help them find software that works for them. And um, there's all kinds of ideas that I have <laughs> to help them, basically. Definitely. Um, but I think the main thing is right now, if we're going to reopen, how to safely do that. And there's lots of resources out there um, that I can share with your clients as well. Definitely. And it's, it's, there's so many angles to look at, which we didn't all realize until we were kind of introduced to this chaos, if you will. It's like you said, not just about the in dining experience, you know, it's not just about training your staff and making sure they're okay, but it's also about, you know, what happens in the interim, what you're doing online that's respectful and meaningful in terms of reaching your customers and what's safe. And mm -hmm. so it's been a couple of months of this now. And as I think 
businesses are starting to slowly reopen, they're so excited and they're so anxious, but we have to make sure that, like you said, safety first. So I guess what, from your experience, um, are you helping some of your clients with right now in terms of that to prepare? Prepare. Well, we're taking classes that um, ServeSafe right now is offering three classes online for free uh, about COVID reopening training. One is for reopening in general, one is for takeout, and one is for delivery on how to stay safe. And so you just go on the ServeSafe website. There's It's Serve with no E at the end, ServeSafe, and then click on the free courses and they'll let you take those and get your staff certified for that. Um, some of the vendors such as U.S. Foods are sending out resources. Um, they sent out a reopening blueprint, which has everything, including um, the layout of your restaurant and how that's going to look. So you can kind of picture uh, where you're going to put seating and where you're not going to have seating. And um, I would say think of something creative to put in your empty booth so that it doesn't feel Definitely. so empty and sterile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the a couple of our local restaurant owners here have been working with um, legislators and um, the powers that be to come up with a promise um, from North Carolina restaurants and business owners that we will try to be safe as we reopen um, so we can keep our customers and staff safe. And it's turned into kind of one bigger thing and it's called Count On Me NC. Uh, and so if you go to countonmenc.ces.ncsu.edu, uh, you can take a free course on there. Um, just I would just Google Count On Me NC. And there's a course on there for owners and managers, for servers, and for customers, as we all promise each other what we can do to keep each other safe. Um, and, of course, uh, I've been watching all kinds of videos on <laughs> germs and how they travel. And Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Um, but basically, if you wash your hands before you sit down and before you leave, uh, you're like 70% safer than if you don't. So sure. as a guest, I would wash your hands right away and sanitize right away and then sanitize after. And yeah. And the CDC, you guys, has great guidelines for this too. So what I'll do is I've linked to all of this stuff in the show notes, all of these links that Mary just mentioned so that you can use them as resources. There's a few here that I definitely didn't realize, especially the local one, Count On Me NC. And um, it's amazing what people or companies like ServeSafe and U.S. Foods are doing to help out. It's really, you know, all hands on deck right now. Yeah. So, And I would say too, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of this is just, there's, there's so much stress, right? And I think the best way for any business owner to attack going back to business and opening their doors again is simplicity and safety. Like, don't try and do everything all at once. You know, nothing is going to be perfect. We are still in such unchartered territory here you know, that if you try and put all of your eggs in one basket and have control over everything, then you're going to lose control over everything. And I think what's really unique is there's, you know, as consumers, we've all been kind of stuck at home buying stuff online and we really miss, like, I really miss just going out to lunch and getting a sandwich <laughs> from <Yeah>. town, <laughs> you know, riding my bike. It was like a ritual. And so, 
I'm just really not sure what people are going to want to do. Like, what do you think? I don't know if people are going to want to like jump back into it and just start eating out again, or if it's going to be kind of like a slow climb back in. And I'm sure it matters by, by location too. You know, we have the beauty of being in a very small town. So I think people will be more inclined to eat out here locally and keep their safe distance. But what do you think? Have you seen any observations, I guess, in the last few weeks since you've, I know you've been working with some local restaurants here in town. Like what, what's the vibe? Uh, I think, I mean, honestly, there is a lot of fear and anxiety. Um, we're nervous, um, just as consumers are, I'm sure. Um, but we are doing our best to, um, be prepared and you will see differences. Like you'll see the staff wearing masks, Um, we won't probably, most restaurant staff would prefer not to wear gloves because it's safer to wash your hands than to put dirty gloves everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I, as a consumer, just know that if we don't have gloves on that, that probably actually is better for you because then we don't have that, um, temptation to just think we're safe because we're wearing gloves, but we're reminded to wash our hands every time we touch something. So, um, or to sanitize um, things that might change as for a consumer, you know, they might want to consider going out with just their family or just a couple of people. They don't want to go in big groups still because mm-hmm. you're only going to be allowed to sit up to six people, I think at a table and some restaurants around here are more conducive to four. So that's, you know, a good group size. If you're going to go out um, the bar areas may be closed, so you don't want to be hanging out. You, if you're in line, you want to give people six feet in front of you. Um, you want to be patient for getting a table because they have to re-sanitize it every time, you know, you get up mm. um, top to bottom. And um, so just some differences there. And, and it will require a lot of patience from consumers. Um, but I know that the staff is really excited to give you uh, the full experience and to help you have a nice time and get out of the house and, you know, relax a little bit too. So, um, I think, I think we're excited to serve you again. I think we're just nervous about how it's going to look and, and trying to be as careful as we can. So. Right. And you bring up a great point, which I didn't realize until you just said it, but patience is going to be top of mind. It's from all angles. It's wait times are going to increase. You can't seat as many people all at once it's, it's going to impact things. And that's going to also impact the turnaround time for takeout. I'm sure takeout orders are still going to be, you know, the most popular way of ordering food for a while. So there's a lot to think about from both the consumer side and, you know, the business owner manager side, and you have so much knowledge. So you've been in this industry for years now. I'm not sure exactly how many, but I know it's a lot. So (laughs) I would love for you to just tell our listeners a bit more about kind of how you got your start and what led you here. Like where, where have you taken your expertise? Yes. Well, um, I always have, I mean, honestly, I've always wanted to do music, but I've always worked in the restaurant industry as kind of my plan B job. Um, but, but at one point I ended up, um, $11 short on rent and, (laughs) uh, having to move back in with my parents in my thirties. And I decided, you know, and I started a part-time job at a restaurant and I decided I was going to make it, I was going to make the best of it. Like, even if I was not busy, I'm going to, I'm going to just be the best. 
I'm going to figure out every, every aspect of what's going on in this restaurant and, and learn it all. And, um, I gradually moved up from a bartender to a corporate trainer, to a manager and a general manager within a year and a half. Um, and then I've worked at, you know, casual restaurants, fast casual. I've worked at fine dining restaurants since then. I've just tried to learn a little bit of everything um, because I knew in the long run I wanted to do some sort of training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've written a training manual for every place I've ever worked, <laughs> whether wow. it be in sales, customer service, um, wherever. Um, I've done e-commerce. Uh, so I've just done a variety of things, but it's all kind of culminated to this where now I know that my passion is for restaurants and small business owners and I can use uh, all of my experience and talents to help them um, grow loyalty from their staff and their customers. Um, I can help their staff want to be the best. Um, Mm -hmm. I can help them figure out things like cost and labor. And then now with the online and receiving coaching from Liz, (laughs) (laughs) I can uh, help with their marketing and, uh, And I just think now more than ever, it's important for them to have an online presence and to keep that. And if, you know, say the thing I was thinking about today to talk with your guests about is, you know, these guests used to be in your restaurant for hours at a time. So Mm -hmm. what can you do online that will keep them kind of keep you in the forefront of their mind for hours at a time? Is it, do you want to have a local musician that used to play for you go live and talk about your specials or talk about your takeout? Um, just to keep you in the forefront of your guests' minds so they can still feel like they're there with you or, you know, Definitely. do a little video on how to cook something or or how you're staying safe during COVID or, you know, something like that. So Definitely. just keeping on presence with your guests. Is yeah. Experience is, yeah. Experience is everything. I've always been a huge advocate for that, you know, with my clients and students. And when I do speaking gigs, it's like, that is the only thing that matters is the experience that you're providing to people and mm-hmm. everything that impacts that is it's your value. It's your expertise. It's your response time. It's your attitude. So all of those kind of come together and create this amazing experience for your customers, which doesn't happen, you know, when you're in the same physical location with them. Most oftentimes it happens when you're apart and they're online and they're looking for information. And in your case, they're looking for a place to have a great meal with a good atmosphere, a good group. So that's all stuff to think about. And I'm sure you've seen this in the in your, you know, past decade of experience now from the industry, but I feel like it's just taken some time for restaurants to really migrate their businesses online. It's, it's another uncharted territory, if you will. It's there, there's a lot going on. I come from a family of restaurant owners. I know how stressful it is. I know how busy they get. They have very little time to market their businesses they really rely on that word of mouth and like the guests coming in house and like telling their friends and all that jazz but now that so many people are online they have to focus on that arm that leg that element of their business it's not just about is your website up and running but what value are you providing in that space like you said it's like get creative 
cooking videos. Yeah. Awesome. And I would love to get some tips from a chef. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, Chef Warren's doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I mean, I would say if you can't, as the owner or manager, put your time into the online area, there's someone on your staff who can and who wants to help you. So put them to For work. Sure. Um, you know, let them be creative and, you know, show off whatever it is that your brand is good at, you know. Yes. Maybe it's craft cocktails, maybe it's um, a great burger, maybe it's, you know, um, something like, you know, working with local farms and having fresh vegetables. I mean, whatever mm. it is, like showcase that on video and let people know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah, um, it's a great idea. Staff involved because they want to help you. Yeah. I feel like every, like all staff members should be advocates for the businesses they represent. You know, yeah. that's something I talk a, a lot about too. It's not just personal branding. It's that's marketing. <laughs> it's yeah. not just having a social media platform and calling it marketing. It's every touch point that you have with your customers. And if you have 10 to 30 to 50 staff members, whatever the number is, all of them know someone, all of them mm -hmm. have brought their families to your restaurant to eat exactly. and they tell their friends. It's like this web that just constantly yeah. grows and it's, your staff is your, your best tool. I think your best yeah, resource right now. Like my, you're literally saying my exact thesis and philosophy, uh, <laughs> as far as how marketing ties in. Like I, I don't think marketing is just, um, your advertising or your, um, Facebook ads. I think it starts with your staff. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have staff that's bought into your brand or they don't understand what you're trying to do with your restaurant, or they're not on board and they're complaining all the time, then you got to figure out how to make your staff happy first. Definitely. And they're happy. They're going to share all the great things that you're doing. And, um, I mean, I can help you make them happy with things like scheduling and, um, all of that, you know, training and opportunities to, uh, move up or get a raise. I can help you create systems that give them structure and fairness to make them all happy at your establishment rather than just doing things, you know, well, I like this person, so I'm going to give them a raise. No, like your staff needs to know that you are dedicated to them and you have given them a clear path for how to move up. And if they're satisfied with you, then they're going to share it with your customers and they're going to love being there every day. And that is your number one marketing team to me. So for <laughs> I sure. Like yeah. if they're not trained and they're not ready, then, um, then it doesn't matter. You can advertise all you want and you yeah. still have, you know, bad service or yeah. Right. And then that's on you as, as the owner. I mean, yeah. you should probably have your shit together if you're running a restaurant, you know, you can't get lazy. It starts with you. And if you're the, you're the why <laughs> you started it for a reason, then the people that you bring on board have to believe in that. Why, if they're going to be advocates for you and, so you were, you were talking a lot about how, so you primarily train restaurant owners right now for, you know, obviously with the current climate, um, how they can best prepare to come back to business and streamline everything. And what I love, um, because like Mary said, you guys, she's, um, one of my clients, we are working together in a one-on-one -on -one coaching capacity to help her grow this business of hers, which is amazing. And she came to me last week with a win and I thought it was so cool, but she, so she got hired for a training with a local restaurant and she 
knows someone that she partnered with another chef in town and brought them in to help you know, make her training of more value. So I love that right off the bat, like, you know, exactly who to partner with, you know, what resources to bring in to best help your clients. It's really incredible. You know, a lot of people in this industry and you have a lot of knowledge. So I loved hearing that. That was so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We, we brought a lot of structure to the kitchen already. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And, um, and we're just planning the front of house stuff now, how to reopen safely and how that looks and the layout and where people are going to stand and sit and all that fun stuff. So. Yeah. And you're, you're hitting it from all angles. You're not just talking to the restaurant owner. Actually, that's probably the last person that you're going to talk to, right? <laughs> you're, you're talking to the staff first. Yeah. You are looking at, like you said, the systems from the kitchen to the front of house to how they communicate with entertainment and musicians like you, like all of those things come together to create that one unique experience. And I think it's so incredibly valuable that our local community has a resource like you, but I just want our listeners to know too, that Mary will talk to you, you know, even if you're all the way up in Newark or Minnesota or wherever the heck you are, we all have Zoom and we all have telephones and she is here as a resource. So what I'm going to do is I'll have all of Mary's information in the show notes here for you guys so you can reach out to her with any questions and follow her on social media for additional information. So Mary, where else can we connect with you? Is it primarily Facebook and Instagram or... Awesome. Oh, I am primarily on Facebook and then I have my website, emmymarketingandconsulting.com. Um, I have an email list they can sign up for. Um, I have a lot of awesome things in the works as well. But I can <laughs> talk about this. Um, but basically I'm a resource. I'm connected to a lot of uh, restaurant industry employees in Moore County. Um, I can help you find the right people if you need, you know, more staff. Um, I'm connected to a recruiter as well. Um, let's see. I'm just willing to help however I can, basically. And I'm willing to get hands-on if I need to at first and go in and work with the staff and then get them where they need to be and gradually pull away and just support your management team in being, you know, um, setting up systems that help them succeed so that they can hold everybody accountable. So basically instead of putting out fires all day, your restaurant starts to run much smoother and your, your free time as the owner is freed up and you're able to uh, take a deep breath and just watch it operate because yes. the restaurant business is easy. People make it complicated. Yep. <laughs> as with most things, so we can all use yeah. it. <laughs> There's things we can do right away to help improve at least one thing. So um, they can contact me at emmymarketingandconsulting at gmail.com or my phone number is 910-987-8584. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I cannot wait to share it with everyone. It's going to be awesome. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank, you. thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll put all of the information, like I said, in the show notes. Mary, thank you. So just to recap here, if you are a restaurant owner or you're in the hospitality industry of what Mary and I talked about, the first and foremost thing right now to getting your business back up and running if you are a restaurant is safety, safety, safety first. The next step is simplicity, and that goes across the board your internal communications with your staff and your team, as well as your external communications with your customers and your followers, your audience. 
You have to really hit your messaging from all angles right now. Be completely transparent. Don't feel rushed. I know that there's a sense of urgency because we've all been out of work for a while and money is at the forefront of our mind. Our budgets are smaller. We need to make more of an income and profit right now, but we do not want to jeopardize our businesses. So I really want you to proceed with caution right now But don't give up hope and do what you can to pivot and evolve your business in the online space as much as possible to, again, make sure that you're hitting your communications and your marketing from all angles. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Hey guys, so I just got off this podcast episode with Mary and we had some bonus content for you after we got off the original call. We kind of kept talking and there's a chunk of audio that I wanted to make sure that you guys had access to because it was pretty interesting and Mary shared another resource. So here is that bonus piece of content. I hope you enjoy. I've been giving tough love to my audience because... I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, when things go back, I'll just do this. And I'm like, no, like things will never be the same, Mm -hmm. especially for restaurants. Like, yeah, it will, it won't be the same for a long time. It's going to take years to come back from this for restaurants. It's going to be like never ending transitions and evolving for them, which presents all new challenges. And it's, one thing for it to be now in summer after this has first happened, but what happens when like the second wave comes that they're talking about and then we have to do this all over again. So it's, it's really interesting. And then on the flip side, it's like people are hearing things like, well, this is the new normal. And I don't think that's the case either. I think it's, you know, we're adapting. It's, it's not the new normal. It's just right now it's, you know, it's going to take a few years, but they're, they're so lucky to have someone like you to kind of navigate them on this journey. It's yeah. really it's sad so because I feel like it's too late. Like I felt like it was so urgently needed right away, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what to do. So I guess I'm, I mean, I'm glad I'm doing it now, but I wish like if they could get some sort of bell out or help, um, right away, which I forgot to mention that if they want to sell, um t-shirts for their business ten dollars of each t-shirt will go to them um if they sign up at jubilee printing oh that's a great idea like selling Um, merch yeah she's doing all she's a local printer in west end and if they sign up with her for a store basically um ten dollars from every t-shirt sale it could say their logo on it and it says hashtag here for more good 
um, and then $10 from every sale will go to their business. So that's awesome. I'll add that in the show notes for sure. 